Hey everyone, welcome to Nerdin' About. I'm Space Michael, and with me as always is someone who recently during a workshop, I was going to introduce her as my cohort, but I said cohort, and that is my cohort, Dr. Kaylee Byers. Oh, hi. That, it was the most lovely little slip up, and um, I really feel that. You know what I mean? We spend a lot of time together and have uh -huh. for the last, like, millennia. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's nice that at this point we share a heart. Thanks for, uh, and it's always, that. it's always fun to teach with two people. Like I've been, you know, leading workshops when you're up there and you're just talking to a bunch of people and they're just staring at you. It's so much better just to have somebody to banter off of and to just mm -hmm. insert non sequiturs and, um, hopefully nonsense. not <laughs> a lot of nonsense. Yes. <laughs> I imagine that's what it's like if you were, say, on the set of like the new Matrix and the Wachowski sisters. You know, there's always like two people coming at you with some perspectives, you know. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how much perspective they're giving me. I can only take so much. But yes, <laughs> I'd be pretty into it. So uh, we obviously don't have a regular episode for you, but since I'm really into the solstice, I wanted to put in a little episode into your feeds here. Uh, solstice is, you know, an, a somewhat important holiday for me, if you can call any holiday important. Uh, from an astronomy perspective, you know, I can always throw some of that perspective in there. Solstice as we get into perihelion, which this year is on January 3rd. Um, so, I, you know, I could do some things. I like to open some baseball cards. Uh, what about you, Kaylee? What's uh, solstice? this for you uh, more more light actually the light that's currently shining on my face is a day lamp <laughs> like i could use more of the day i'm here for it i cannot wait to bask in its glory so that's that's that, that's it for me only only more rays from here on out all right. Well, I sort of figured this. So I thought for this solstice episode, we should bring in someone who also uh, loves solstice, and that is local drag performer, the established Shanda Lear. Hi, Shanda. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you're you're performing on solstice. Uh, what is solstice for Shanda Lear? Uh, well, it's a paying gig, so we love that. <laughs> love to see that at this time of year. But uh, I have to. I think side a little more with Kaylee on this one because mm -hmm. the daylight, even though drag queens are nocturnal creatures, <laughs> um, you know, I look best at golden hour, et cetera, et cetera. I, I desperately, desperately need to know that more daylight is coming back. So yeah, yeah the turnover where it's like, okay, you know, every day it's going to be like a little brighter. I literally will be counting on my calendar. Like, yeah. okay, February 12th, like, you know, not dark before 6 p.m. or whatever, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it means less work hours for you too, though, right? I mean, when there's all this extra, all this extra darkness, you're just expected to work throughout all those hours. I mean, you must be exhausted. As if we're not staying up until 5 a.m. <laughs> anyway, please. <laughs> oh, I really want that to happen soon. So uh, thanks for... Uh, for joining us here, Shanda, for bringing your solstice perspective. We're going to do a little bit of nerd out. So um, are you uh, game to stick around and uh, nerd out with us? Yes, absolutely. What you nerding about? What you nerding about? All right. Well, why don't we start with you, Shanda, and let us know what you've been nerding out about. I'm oddly proud of this one. It's the Beatles Get Back documentary oh. by Peter Jackson. Mm -hmm. All nine plus hours of it. <laughs> um, 
the 70s, they had their last film, which I believe was called uh, Let It Be, because it's the album Let It Be, which is where all of this filming took place. And they kind of, I mean, also to have the foresight of being the Beatles after you make it to like, you know, go through Beatlemania and then think, why don't we just film us hanging out? Because people will like that. And they do. Yes. So they've got all this incredible footage. They've restored it to like a truly wild uh, resolution. Like, I feel like I'm like sitting feet away from Paul McCartney. And it's, like I said, nine hours, three parts. Each part is three hours. It sounds absolutely bananas. And a lot of it is uh, just them noodling around our guitars Mm -hmm. and being like cool bros. It's very strange, but also little tidbits will pop up and they'll be so rewarding. Like they have a very short conversation about Yoko Ono and how they all like her. Wow, that's stuff. counter yeah. to the popular narrative. <laughs> yes, I like even after they broke up, uh, Paul McCartney did because I've been watching a lot of interviews now, being like, "What, what was the climate after they broke up? Like, let's mm-hmm. see all of this stuff now," because uh, it does get contentious during the documentary. But so, like I said, he gave some interviews afterwards. They're like, "Ah, oh, you know, she's not that bad." But they're sitting around in a warehouse where they were going to actually film this huge TV special, and it was going to be their last televised performance last performance together uh eventually that led to like the rooftop concert but Mm. they have this huge uh studio set up they're sitting around waiting for people one day and paul's like yeah everybody's gonna uh hate her because she's the odd one out they're gonna be like oh she came in one day and sat on an amplifier and the (laughs) beatles broke up Mm. and he's like it's just not he's like she's a lovely woman he's like i don't know why the press don't like her Meanwhile, mm-hmm. me, 2021, sitting at home, I'm on the sofa being like, I know exactly why they didn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should call oh, this all great. <laughs> I saw her an appearance on uh, Conan O'Brien once, and it was so funny. Conan was so awkward. Uh, she came out and she was like, let's do something. I want you to get into this big bag with me. And literally, there was this giant bag, and the both of them, like crawl into this bag this is live on television you can't see them they're in the bag and they're you can hear their microphones rustling and then um she's like okay take off your clothes and then he's like okay and he just starts like throwing out his shoes and his pants it's the most bizarre piece of television i've ever seen and so brilliant at the same time sounds great (laughs) she's so cool she's been putting out music since the 70s and she most recently put out a bunch of dance music bangers that I would not be surprised Hmm. to hear in any club that I've ever performed in. They're fantastic. Nice. (laughs) I also heard, I haven't seen this documentary yet. It is on my to watch list over the course of, I imagine two weeks. Um, (laughs) I heard the fashions like pretty exceptional. It like, I'm actually speechless. Each of them that when they started off and they had their uh, manager, uh, George uh, best, anyway, the guy who died and he was the one that said, oh, you have to wear suits, all look the same when we're touring so that, you know, he's very like into branding before I think that was really prevalent in the music industry. So now it's uh, it's at the end of the 70s. All of these guys have either had like horrible drug addictions or still going through them or have had all these like wild, emotional, uh, tumultuous time in their life. And they're just hanging out. They've got money to spend on clothes and they're really experimenting with style. It's really fantastic. I love that. Well, 
I, I, uh, I think that's really fun. And, you know, thinking of sort of the seventies and eighties, we have a, we have another nerd out actually, our audio engineer, Elise Lane, uh, just released some music and, uh, it's kind of got like a fun eighties vibe and also has some fun style, you know, looking into some like, oh, the, the, the themes are great. It's like kind of like purple, blue, pink are, well, you could tell if you've seen our logo, we're into that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so that's what Elise has been nerding out about right now too. And I think you were going to play a little clip of that, weren't you, Michael? Yeah, let's have a listen. check out Elise Lane. The song is called Antonion. Uh, really cool stuff. I really dig it. Uh, I'm really loving the uh, single art for this. It's, mm -hmm. very, it's got like a tinsel backdrop. It's got the pink and the purple or the purple and the green. I guess I'm colorblind. So that's something new I learned. <laughs> and you're right. It's very 80s. It's got it's got a cool like at the beginning, it's kind of like a Gary Newman vibe. Mm -hmm. But then you get into it and it, it's like, OK, well, what if Stevie Nicks sang over Gary Newman? <laughs> <laughs> we've all Incredible, wondered it. Right? Now we know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> now we know. Um, we've also got some uh, nerd outs that were written in. Uh, um, our next one comes in from Nicole Imason, who is a mechanical engineer from Calgary. Uh, she's the host of Failureology, a podcast about engineering failures around the world across disciplines. And she's nerding out about the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Uh, she went into thinking uh, and researching this, like, so what? The tower leans. Um, but uh, came away fascinated with how the tower was built and how it's kept standing all these years. Uh, Shanda, have you ever uh, climbed the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Uh, I have not. I've tried. It didn't get a good response. I have never been to Pisa, but actually I did take, I took a train through there one time. Uh, I was in Florence and I was going down to Rome. And I have to say, uh, uh, in terms of uh, engineer Imason, if you're listening, in terms of beautiful uh, ancient engineering, there's a huge church or cathedral in Florence that they don't tell you about. And then you walk around a corner and it's like this massive thing that's painted beautifully. And, and I was just stood there for like five minutes, like, should I, is this something I'm allowed to see? Like it just is hiding. So how do they do that? How do they hide the building? Where are the bodies? <laughs> In the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a ton of them underneath it. 
<laughs> so we've got one more, uh, one more nerd out that was a write in from Mev, not Bev. Uh, and they're nerding out about the ethics behind learning analytics. Have either of you ever learned anything about analytics? Yes, I've dipped a toe into data science. <laughs> I do have a life outside of drag performing. Um, one thing that I dislike very, very much is Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. They're extremely helpful. The tool is okay to use, et cetera, et cetera. The ethics behind analytics, though, I find that interesting. I'm wondering if maybe Mev, not Bev, is thinking in like, are we in a global context now because we've got a lot of COVID data mm -hmm. out there? And like, is that okay to be sharing so much of it so publicly where people don't understand and there needs to be like a whole dissemination of the info? Or, you know, it, I like, is Mev actually thinking of like how much Google Analytics actually sucks and, <laughs> and is so just ingrained in every machine, everything that we have, mm -hmm. everybody's got a little, it's like that, that Pixar movie soul where they're like, Oh yeah, everybody's got like a little dot floating around out there. Oh, I haven't seen this. This sounds adorable. Yeah, it does. I loathe, I think through a Google lens, it would probably be a little more menacing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Everything's tracking you all the time. It's analyzing you. And uh, <laughs> how do we feel about it? I mean, it does make my life more convenient. Like, I I don't love that my phone listens to me. But every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? I did need a new pair of breeches to go horseback yeah. riding. So <laughs> thank you for recommending Absolutely. this particular brand. Those are styling. <laughs> I should say, I want them to keep uh, Google Analytics complicated enough so that I will still have a very fulsome career. Mm because a lot of people won't understand what to do with it. But like, don't change it too much because I'm really settled in where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that it's important to remember that something like analytics is something that people study really deeply on. And it's all and even in this time of people learning a science like immunology really quickly, they have to understand that analytics is a tool. It's not like the whole picture. Like people shouldn't be like going into analytics and saying like, this tells us everything. No, it's just one way to give you some information. You need to use some other things to give you mm -hmm. a, a bigger picture if that's what you're, whatever it is that you're trying to um, analyze and look at. I mean, yes, that's so true because uh, to really pull back the veil, I do work in marketing oh. and we're not just pulling something from Google Analytics and saying like, hey, this is how many people visited your website this week. You drill down into all of that stuff and then you paint a full picture and you do an annoying little presentation deck. And you're like, <laughs> hey, this is, this is what you should change to your website if you want people to buy your britches. <laughs> Michael, what are what are you nerding out about uh, right now? Is it are you are you all solstice all the time? What's going on over there? I'm well. I'm not only two two times a year am I solsticing all the time. Not exactly sure when mm -hmm. this episode is coming out. Maybe around the solstice. It's like there's a range of time uh, of solstice in between solstice and perihelion. But I'm nerding out about um, one of our past nerd night guests, one of our favorites, uh, John James, uh, amazing <sighs> multidisciplinary artist. I know Kaylee, you love John. Uh, love. She was reason recently in town and she's been on a worldwide tour offering many different services you know that she describes as uh some as sacred marking uh energy altar ceremonies which is what i did i did this session uh that was essentially a guided meditation and it was just so cool and i can't really say much about it because what she does with you may be very different than what she did with me because it 
is very personal. She interviews you and kind of um, takes a lot of information about this journey that she's going to take you on, which is going to be a very specific journey. And then I came out with like, almost like this new eyes and my brain was just fully charged up. Uh, she brings such a wonderful perspective. And then immediately as I'm leaving, just almost feeling literally high um, driving home, she actually said like, take care of driving home. And I was like, I am fully high right now. And I started <laughs> <laughs> listening to That's this when John James is like, P.S. I'm a cop. <laughs> so, oh, don't say that to me. <laughs> Yeah, literally, I was like, I needed to like check my eyes in the mirror. Like, are my pupils dilated? Like, this is wild right now. Uh, they weren't, uh, so I wasn't that's actually. Good, that's good. <laughs> but I started listening to this podcast called The Long Time Academy, uh, which paired really well for the state that I was in. Uh, it's made by the people on the Headspace app, and it has guided meditation inside of the podcast, and it has um, a lot of these stories, and it's all about long time thinking. And I'm, you know always in that headspace and it um you know gets me thinking um more along that lines because i want to think like that more and this podcast really starts to get you into thinking how you can um integrate that into your line of life and more just you know tangible things that you can do in your life um beyond just like sitting there in your headspace, I would like to think long time. There are things you can do, um, perspectives that you can bring into your thinking. Um, and in this podcast, they bring in these indigenous perspectives, people all around the world that think like this. And even John James herself, you know, brings an indigenous perspective. Um, and there's this thing called seven generational thinking. And it's how you take seven generations from the past and seven generations into the future into this thinking and when you make a decision and you uh or, or policy or like anything like that um you have basically 14 generations of people that are all with you um at that mm -hmm. time and so for me I like in solstice around solstice like this is the headspace that i like to get into and thinking not just the time the place that i'm in right now but all of the time and space inhabited by all the people close to me in my life and the effect that I have on this planet right now and bringing in that seven generational thinking. Um, and it gives me a lot of comfort. I mean, you know, it's winter time right now and sometimes comfort is nice. And so when I think about that, it, I also think that they may be thinking about me in that place. Um, and, you know, when I'm alone in my apartment sorting baseball cards, I'm, I'm, Feel like i'm part of the, like this rich task tapestry of the universe i'm realizing now that i may still be high um but um, <laughs> <laughs> no you sound fine <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean that's partly why you know i wanted to bring both of you here i, I care about both of you a lot and the end of uh, this year helps me reflect a lot and that's you know um that's really what i've been nerding out about uh kaylee what have you been nerding out about well, uh, you know me as your cohort, and I pretty much do two things. I work and I listen to podcasts. And so my other thing right now is a podcast. So this week I started listening to a relatively new podcast that I really like called Stuff the British Stole. Uh, and <laughs> just a fun romp, you know, like truly, uh, and it, it takes a look at objects and artworks that were taken as a part of colonialism and then distributed. A lot of it focuses sort of on museums, but also those objects that have been distributed into people's homes. 
And the podcast yes. is um, created by Mark Fennell, and who is just like very funny, just very, very funny, has a way to bring some humor to the topic. Sarcasm is my love language. There's a lot of sarcasm in there. I appreciate that. Um, and each episode dives into a different piece, a different region of the world, and a different time in which the British Empire, you know, took some stuff. So um, I just finished up season one. And what I think is so incredible about this podcast is that it's not only sharing some really interesting and sometimes really heartbreaking history, but it's also, you know, funny and really reflective. So uh, one conversation that, that has come up a couple of times is whether or not the pieces that were stolen would still exist today if they weren't stolen and sort of grappling mm -hmm. with the answers of, yeah, maybe sometimes yes, and, and maybe sometimes no, or probably not. And how that sort of complicates the conversation about what was taken and then how and when to give those items back. And um, one of the taglines for the show is that the podcast will help us to see the Commonwealth and ourselves uh, today in a different light. And I, I think that it does that by holding space for those kinds of conversations as a part of also telling you about the pieces themselves and their history. So A++++, all the recommends. Check out... Uh, stuff the british stole that sounds so fascinating <laughs> it's so good the yeah. last one was about the dodo bird and like that do the dodo just breaks my heart generally yes. because they were like hey people and then you know <laughs> and now not so much <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah to people but no poor dodo yeah. so yeah it's it is really fascinating it's great well i think that there should be a rebuttal to that podcast and it should be stuff that chandelier stole from the british <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah just two men things? and one woman that's it <laughs> <laughs> their hearts that is everybody listening at home yeah, yeah that's what i was trying to get at that's what i was trying to get yeah at. yeah 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 um also three dvds of the austin power franchise i recently started rewatching <laughs> it and it holds up does it? it does i mean obviously there is some dated uh humor in there but mm -hmm. if you you know get past it and say hey it's a different time the mark of a true artist is growing you know through this kind <laughs> yeah. of uh nonsense a lot of it's still really good okay <laughs> it's camp okay. i have heard I this revisit it. yeah i mean it was a huge deal yeah, you heard it from me out. directly being like michael you gotta watch it again <laughs> <laughs> you fired it up um yeah. <laughs> so let's fire this podcast right up and out uh thank you uh so much <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it's like, where's he going with firing it up? Yeah. I wanted to go yeah, like, no, great transition. I, you know, up and You're out. Like start recording now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's going into the fireplace and through the chimney out into the stratosphere. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Shanda, for joining us uh, on this little podcast. Hopefully we can see you on stage. Where can people find out about where you're performing in 2022? Oh, you should follow me on Instagram, of course, at It's Chandelier. There's two S's mm -hmm. in there. And also, well, that's my handle pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. I also re recently started a Facebook page because you need a page to make events now. Because mm -hmm. I'm doing some drag events at the Rec Room in Burnaby uh, at the end of this month on the 27th. <clears throat> and if this comes out after that, then you missed an incredible show. And mm. you can come to see us uh, at dates to be announced in January and February. Uh, hopefully getting back to the brunch schedule because I love having an evening free. That sounds amazing. And drag 
for brunch or at brunch. No, drag for brunch sounds yeah. spectacular. Nice. Uh, you're going to feel so satisfied. <laughs> I was also going to mention the podcast that you host as well. Oh. One of my favorite oh, yeah. podcasts that I listen to. Um, Where the Big Boys Game. Uh, tell us about that. Yes, we're the big boys game. It started out with my friend Mike and I as a, an experiment between two brand new friends because we had three uh, fantastic things in common, uh, video games, anime, and wrestling. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're into our second year of doing it now, and we're very good friends, and we mostly just talk about games and anime, sometimes wrestling still, but uh, our strengths really lie with the games and anime because we can play and watch those on our own time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. He has he keeps up to a lot of uh, current trends and stuff. I like to watch some of the older retro things, but still, like we're a good complement to each other. That sounds fantastic. I've been rewatching uh, or watching for the first time Cowboy Bebop and really loving it. I can't believe I oh. never watched it before. I mean, that's really credited with being the first uh, anime to really break the Western market and get everybody on board. Yeah. Mm. It's a Western and it's a neo-noir. It's fantastic. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for joining us, telling us a bit about your podcast, what you'll be up to, Drag for Brunch. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode. If you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on our socials at NerdNightYVR on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, this episode was, I don't know, hosted by us. It's going to be edited by Michael this time. Enjoy it. Hey. And uh, audio engineered by Elise <laughs> Lane. And uh, until we get back... After the solstice, uh, here comes the sun. Go enjoy it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it.